welcome to today's episode of Not So Daily Musings. It has been a pretty sizable minute since I sat down and had a chat with you guys. A lot's been going on, so I just wanted to touch base and say hi and let you know what's been going on. I think the it's, it must have been three or four months since the last time I made a video. So I have some ideas about the future. Maybe I'll get to that a little bit later, but why don't we chat about what's been going on in the interim? Um, how spring and summer and so on have been going because summer is, you know, it's two thirds of the way over, which is a, a pretty wild thought. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is university. So I decided to start going to university in January. So I've actually done uh, nine classes so far. So I did five uh, winter semester classes and I did four summer classes. Retrospectively, taking four summer classes is probably not such a good idea. It was really intense. Um, and there was other life things going on in the moment as well. As you can tell, I'm in a different space. So, you know, lots has happened uh, in the time. That being said, I am kind of glad I did it. It was a nice, um, it was a nice challenge of uh, time management and energy management and all these things. And I did enjoy it. I actually think that university is the thing that I'm enjoying most of all the various activities that I'm doing at any given point in time. So it's it's been going well, it's been nice and validating. Uh, I, I shared this in a video a long time ago, but when I was a high school student, really a long time ago, um, I was a terrible student and I kind of like, I barely passed my classes, um, I barely passed high school. Um, I just didn't have the, uh, I didn't have the ability or the interest, I think is more important in focusing, concentrating, doing the work, etc. It was, it just, I just, for whatever reason, there's probably a lot of reasons I just didn't do the work. So going from that experience and saying like, you know, school's not a system for me. I spent um, like over a decade just not doing any type of schooling aside from piano exams and things like that. And piano exams, you know, even though there's a theory component to them, they're very different. Um, it was much easier for me to hype myself up for taking a piano uh, exam, like performance exam. Practicing piano seemed like, you know, I could commit to that kind of effort, but the kind of effort required to, you know, like hand in a school assignment was a totally different thing. But anyways, I just started getting possessed with this idea that I wanted to, um, I've just, I've just had such a, a thirst for knowledge, just such an eagerness to learn, um, such a an excitement about reading and, and things like this that I thought, why am I not doing this in a more structured way? It's not about whatever, you know, career in the future. I know that's important for a lot of people. That's kind of not where I'm at because I already do work that I find pretty satisfying and I enjoy it and I, it's my own business. So there's the benefit of that as well. Um, it, it's more of a sense of like, no, I, I have this like deep desire to become better at speaking and become better at thinking and to become better at writing and researching and just building all these skills that supposedly university is supposed to help you build. So I started going and the validating part of it is I started doing pretty well. So just to um, brag, <laughs> just like blatantly, just a little bit of bragging, um, my, I got a 99 in my Psych 101 class as like my final mark. I'm very pleased with that. Uh, I tested really well on those, um, those exams. I ended up with a 97 in my logic class. Uh, so it was like a philosophy logic class, basically verbal math. Um, and most classes, actually every, almost every class I've taken, I've had a mark in the, the low 90s otherwise. So I'm very pleased with the um, I'm putting in the time, I'm putting in the effort, and I feel like the 
uh, you know, the high marks are kind of not the point. If I get a lower mark, it's still fine. I'm, I'm learning. I'm doing my best, I think, is the part that, um, that I'm excited about, that I'm, I'm trying my best and I'm getting a uh, good mark as a result. It's, it's very nice, um, especially after being a, uh, kind of like a flunky. So the, I think the only class that I've had a low mark in, I had an 85, I think, coming out of my English class. And it's just one of those, you got to take an English class probably even too. Uh, it's just, it's hard. It's hard to get a high mark in English. Um, it's, uh, it's much more subjective. So I can study for an exam apparently, and ha I have a pretty good memory for facts, but it's different when, uh, you know, papers, like when does a paper get a 95? It's much easier to score a 95 on a multiple choice test than it is to get a 95 on a paper. So anyway, that's how it's been going. The, the thing that I'm starting to narrow in on is what I'm interested in doing. Uh, it's, I don't know, I, I'm a, I feel like it's probably a little premature to say that. But so far I've taken five, I had to count, five psych classes. And psychology is a, a field that I, I'm strongly considering as a major. But I'm also considering, um, I'm almost definitely going to do a double major just because I have no ability to decide or choose between good options. I think the, I'm not sure yet, but I suspect the field that I'm going to be more interested in than psychology is philosophy. And that's the one that I'm considering to complement the double major. They're both uh, studies of the mind uh, in different ways. Uh, so philosophy is such a natural fit. It's kind of what I do with this channel in, in some way. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's also useful to study. I think I could read literature and interpret literature on my own, maybe with the help of like, you know, a group engaged in literature, or I could study history on my own um, to some extent. Studying philosophy on my own seems a little bit more daunting. So I think I might be able to get more value out of taking uh, philosophy classes because I, I want to be taught, like, how do I, how do I read um, like, like these dense, like texts basically. Um, and I'm very interested in uh, philosophy's ability to, hone your ability to craft a good argument, to make logical sense, and um, to, to think more deeply and broadly. So that's kind of where I'm leaning. I have really loved a history class I've been taking, and I, I do contemplate if philosophy and history would be a really good combination too. I was briefly considering political science, but I don't think I'm going to go there. Uh, basically anything that gets me uh, researching and thinking and writing. Now with psychology, I don't want to be a psychologist. I like the scientific aspect of it. I like learning how studies are designed and I like being able to just have a slightly better ability to read a psychological study now, just because I've kind of gotten inside it a little bit more. I've had to do assignments where I'm reading a study and answering various questions about it or even designing my own. So um, that's a really useful life skill because I love looking at what other people are doing. This whole update is turning into just Alicia rambles about school. I'm sorry about that. That was not my intent. So I'll wrap this up quickly. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it's useful, I guess, if you see a headline that's, um, you know, lemon juice reduces weight loss, but I don't know, something like that. It's like, okay, well, how many people were in their trial? What kind of trial was it? Um, how did they, what were the independent, what was the independent variable? You know, just being able to kind of look at that a little bit more critically. I think it's just a super useful life skill that I would not have done as good of a job figuring out how to do on my own. So the conclusion of this is my pursuit in university is to 
it's all the things I've already said, but I also want to take advantage of someone else teaching me, not me teaching myself in the sense that I want to learn things that are hard for me to learn on my own or harder, hopefully. Anyways, that's what I've been doing uh, with school. I'm going to have another full semester ahead in the fall. Um, I've been <laughs> reading not that much. I mean, a lot and not that much all at the same time, right? So reading for fun, not that much. Uh, reading for school, lots of that. So my, you know, the whole, you know, 52, like a book a week that I, I do um, is not going to happen this year, but that's fine. Um, I read a really good book recently, though, called 4,000 Weeks by Oliver Berkman. That one really just made me kind of pause and think about not mortality in a, in a grim way, but in a way where I'm like, yeah, I mean, obviously life is to be enjoyed. That's sort of the, the main takeaway I got from that. Um, actually, tomorrow, I'm going to do a podcast only episode. So just so you guys know, not all of you will know this. I also release the audio of these videos to uh, podcasts. So if you're, you know, getting podcasts on Spotify or whatever, these are there. Daily Musings exists there. <laughs> Daily Musings. But um, sometimes it's easier to not, you know, pull out the whole video camera and do the whole thing. And even beyond that, there's something that's different with podcasts that feels a little bit more intimate. It's easier to, I think... Um, I don't want to say be more emotional. That maybe sounds a little like uh, like mushy. Just mean um, it's it's just a different type of connecting, a different type of communicating. So I'm gonna be dabbling with that a little bit in the future. I'm going to try to at least for the next few weeks um, do some videos and also do some podcast episodes to the tune of something that amounts to daily as a little bit of a trial. We'll see how it goes. So that's my future thoughts, kind of all mixed into this, this mash of uh, words that are coming at you. Um, so I, I wrote my first big paper. Um, I moved. So here I am. Uh, that was a big thing. Um, a person who's uh, really close to me had a pretty significant health crisis. So a few months was spent in uh, various states of uh, uncertainty and chaos as a result of that. Things are maybe fine, so we'll see how that goes from here, but that that really made things very challenging towards the end of spring. Um, I've been writing a little bit, not a lot. Um, oh, what one other thing I wanted to share with you that was kind of like a fun little... I, I didn't tell any of my friends that I did this. I, I told one, I think. Um, I thought it would be weird if I told them, but I did a 30-day trial where the trial was to socialize with someone every day and not just like my partner or whatever else. The socializing was um, like it had to be either like some kind of phone call. It could be a, a Zoom call or a phone call. It, as long as it had some substance, I didn't want to put a time limit on it. I mean, I could have a really deep and meaningful 20-minute call, uh, but I could also have a really deep and meaningful three-hour call. Didn't really matter. Um, but as long as I, I had something like that or an in-person hangout with people, one person, group of people didn't matter. And the goal was to do that literally every day, which was overwhelming at a time when I was trying to hustle and write a paper um, and, you know, everything else that I'm doing work wise and stuff. But um, yeah, it was it was it was cool. It was fun. Um, the, the whole inspiration of it was I was thinking about the olden days, you know, like the 90s. I was thinking a lot about the 90s. That's going to be um, something I talk about in the podcast tomorrow. Um, 
<laughs> 90s is kind of like tongue-in-cheek. It's not like the 90s was this perfect time or anything. But pre-communicating on, like, you know, video and internet and social media and all these things, you know, I, I just remember I hung out with my friends every day. It was just a thing that we did. I, and I'm, I also work from home, so I'm not as social as maybe somebody who goes to a job and sees people in person. So it felt important. It felt that, have I lost something in this modern era uh, with technology at my fingertips, but no friends anywhere to be found? I wanted to just see what it felt like. And it was great. It was actually really easy, way easier than I thought to, to just coordinate. And even now I haven't been doing it for about a month and I'm thinking like, oh man, I'm only seeing someone like a couple times a week. But it's not that hard to like pick up the phone or to spend two minutes sending a message. Hey, do you want to hang out on Friday or something like that? So actually it was easy. It, it made it harder to find time to do my work uh, and do other things um, in, you know, that was a little bit challenging, but it wasn't as challenging as I thought it would be. And it was really fun. I mean, I, I had lots of time spent with family. Uh, I went to uh, like a cabin and, and hung out with people there. Just had lots of um, random one-on-one -on -one hangouts. And it was just a really, really enjoyable month. Highly recommend. It was a it was a 30-day trial I looked upon with some apprehension because I'm like, this is going to take away such precious time. And then it just sort of made me remember, oh yeah, time is precious and I love hanging out with the people I love. Go figure. That makes life better. Who would have thought? Anyways, I'm going to wrap this conversation up now because I feel like this is getting a little long, but that's the, the quick update. I mean, the move um, has been a little abrupt and I'm still uh, looking at, <laughs> I mean, you can't see, I got a table right here, but I don't have aside from two chairs, anywhere to sit. So it's hard to invite people over. Um, but, you know, slowly, piece by piece, things are, are coming together nicely. So thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. Actually, one more thing. This is one more thing that's kind of been on my mind. And one of the reasons that I haven't done a video in ages is I've been feeling this, this disgust at content. I don't know if you, you know what I mean, but like everyone has an opinion and everyone has a voice and like anyone can start a YouTube channel and anyone can say things. And there can be a toxicity in this where you have people with massive platforms, Alex Jones, who say just remarkably awful things that directly hurt people because of their awfulness. Um, like, like it brutal, like, like even, even if the, the words spoken do not um, cause, you know, cause people to, to say death threats to the parents of grieving, like grieving parents of children who have died and stuff like that. Even if it's not on that level, there's sort of this like poisonous um, amplification of uh, toxic ideologies. So I'm really wary about that. I'm wary about being another voice in the chaos of voices of, uh, you know, there's, there's some kind of, uh, it's not like there's a lot of you watching this or anything, but there's some fear of just, I don't know. I just don't want to, I just don't want to make things worse in this world. I want to make things a little bit better. And when everyone is yelling into the void of the internet, it kind of makes me a little apprehensive to do the same when I can see some of the negative effects that that creates. But, and why I'm here now, I've been wrestling with this a lot and just wanting to just be quiet and just listen and not talk. Um, I'll probably get back into that mode again. But I was also thinking, you know what? Like this would be so dumb if I were to do this with music. 
if I were to say, man, there's so much bad music out there, I'm not going to make music. I'm not going to write music. That would make no sense. Um, so why am I applying the same kind of idea to uh, a creative outlet that I enjoy? Uh, maybe that's a way of washing my hands of any type of responsibility, but that's what I'm thinking right now. Anyways, now I'm done. Thank you so much for watching and I'll catch you in the next one.